Chapter 16 Who are you? Ryu asked. He was weak. He had to stall for time. I'm called Basaka, the third of Jakayo's bosses. How many of you are there? Ryu groaned. Basaka laughed. Four, but that does not matter. You will not get past me, I assure you. No one ever has. With that, Basaka casually tossed one of the knives. With incredible precision, it flew towards Ryu's dragon sword. The knife blade missed his hand by millimeters. Its shank caught on the sword's handle, tearing the sword away from Ryu. He watched helplessly as his weapon clanked to the floor near an ancient, abandoned hourglass. Get it, Basaka said. Get the sword and bring it to me, and don't try anything funny, because you know what I can do. Ryu turned to the sword. His defenses were down. He felt too weak to use chi power, and didn't dare use the art of the fire wheel again. He bent to pick up the sword. He could see its tip mirrored in the smooth surface of the hourglass. Suddenly, he knew what to do. It was a crazy thought, almost a hallucination. Ryu almost ignored it, but his instructor Akira always told him, the spirit of a ninja runs deep, ready to refresh the thirsting soul. Now, as before, Ryu knew to trust his instinct. The hourglass. He had to touch the hourglass with his dragon sword. His fingers gripped the sword handle. He lifted it. As he stood up, he brought the tip close to the glass surface. Hurry up, Basaka commanded. I have no time for... Zvat. There was a flash of blue light. Basaka stood in the doorway, frozen in mid-sentence. Ryu wondered what he was staring at. Then he noticed that all sound had stopped. No whoosh of wind currents, no squeaking of bats. He looked up. There were bats, three of them. They were suspended in midair, as if by strings. What had happened? Ryu glanced at the hourglass again, and it suddenly came to him. Time was standing still. It was allowing Ryu to attack despite his weakened state. He did. His thrust wasn't as strong as usual, but it didn't need to. Basaka, the look of impatience still locked into his face, disintegrated without a fight. Around him, the bats began to squeak again. A droplet of lime water that had been hanging in mid-fall now splashed onto the stalagmite. Ryu went through the door. It led to some sort of tunnel. Actually, a pipe was a better description. Judging from the smell, it was once part of a sewer that had fallen into disuse. It was plenty wide for a human to walk upright, but it was lit only by the weak light through the open door behind him. Ryu walked along, hoping it would lead to the outside. Then, he could mount a new attack on the temple. A smarter attack. He felt his strength slowly returning. Ahead of him, there was a weak shaft of light coming from the top of the pipe. As he got closer, he saw the light outlined the shape of a square. Below it was a small ladder. Bingo! It was exactly what Ryu wanted. He climbed up the ladder and pushed against the door. Creak! There were no hinges. Instead, the entire square lifted upwards. It was made of heavy stone, and Ryu had to push hard. Light began to stream in, along with the lush, humid smells of the jungle. Shrock! Clunk! He pushed the stone aside and stuck his head out. He was at the edge of a small clearing. The grass was brown and the dirt hard. Everything had been made dull by the intense sunlight, except for the square stone. Ryu couldn't help notice the gold inlays that sharply reflected the light. There were intricate figurines arranged in some sort of ancient message. Something else caught his eye. 
Across the clearing, there was a large stone tablet carved with tightly spaced words. He wasn't sure why, but somehow this place seemed familiar. Surely he'd never been here before. He walked closer to the tablet, but a horrible loud voice made him stop. Welcome, my friends, to the home of Bloody Moloth. I'm glad you're here. I've been starved for victims. The words shook the ground. Suddenly Ryu's sword flew out of its scabbard and into the woods. He turned around, stunned. What he saw was half-human, half-machine. A cyborg. Its chest muscles seemed sculpted out of metal. There were three claws on its feet and a horned mask on its face. It held a sword in its right hand. In its left, it wielded a heavy metal shield as if it were plastic. A shield that displayed the letter J. J for Jakayo, Ryu said fearlessly. Is that so you don't lose it? A despicable sense of humor. I guess it runs in the family. Ryu's stomach flip-flopped. He felt the blood rush from his head. He knew why the place seemed familiar. The stone, like a tombstone. The clearing. The inscribed tablet. The shield marked with a J. How could he have been so slow to figure it out? No, he hadn't been there before, but his father had. To the last detail, it was the exact place that Dr. Smith had described at the university. The place where Dr. Ken Hayabusa had died. I know who you are. The words were wrenched out of his deepest part of his soul. His eyes glared with the pent-up anger of a lifetime. You killed my father. Ha 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 ha! Moloth's laughter resounded like rifle shots. Where is your sense of humor now, young Hayabusa? I find this situation extremely funny. In fact, you might say the air crackles with comedy. Thunder sounded in the distance. The warrior slowly raised its arms. You haven't seen anything yet. Here's something that will electrify you. Moloth cackled at its own joke as a bolt of lightning split the sky, stretching toward the creature's upheld sword.